Folks, in compliance with that pesky memo, EX1063, the Queen City Improvement Bureau broadcasts its meetings every week on 91.3 FM CJTR from the basement of City Hall. It's chilly down here, folks, but the boys at the QCIB keep things going with lively talk and the warmth of friendship. And sometimes they burn memo pads with out-of-date letterhead. So pull up a folding chair and enjoy the Queen City Improvement Bureau. First up, let's take attendance. We have Raul Duchesne. Uh, here, uh, Paul Duchesne? N- no, no, it says Raul Duchesne on my notes. No, 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 it's Paul Duchesne. You you are Paul? You're not Raul? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, we've, we've been having these meetings for, like, months now. You, you realize for the last five years on payroll you've been Raul Duchesne? Well, you know, but... It, uh, I still get paid. This is why everyone was looking at me at your wedding when I gave the speech. <laughs> because so now, now I understand. So I'll make a memo. That's Paul DeShane, yep. department co-chair. Yep. And I, um, it says Adrian Morgan. Yeah, no, we'll, that's not right. We'll change that to Aiden Morgan, comptroller, Queen City okay. Improvement Bureau. First issue of business attendance, uh, we have uh, Pavel Duchesne. It's Paul Duchesne. I think it's Pavel. Uh, In other languages, I suppose, yeah. Were you Pavel Dishinovsky? Was that that your original name? (laughs) To be honest, I've always wanted to be Pavel Dishinovsky. If you want to go with that for the duration of this meeting, I would be totally down with that. Very well, Miss. Mr. Dishinovsky. And we have David Morgan. That's uh, you? Uh, no, I'm Aiden Morgan. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you know, David's not here. I will fill in in his place. Uh, I've actually never seen David in the office. Oh. I'm starting to think uh, that he's just, it's just an HR mistake. Yeah, well, without him here, we are once again without quorum. First up, attendance. We have... Farrell Dejeuner. Farrell Dejeuner. Farrell Dejeuner. Yeah, I think that's. I think you spelled that wrong. Um, it's Paul. No, Deche- you're Paul Deschen. Yes. I'm looking for Farrell Dejeuner. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, he appears. Not I, I don't think he's here. Okay, so no, no Farrell and uh, Acorn Mordor. No, there's no Acorn. Oh, no. No, no. no, no there no. is Aiden Morgan. I thought he was just me. me. Yeah. Hey. I'm Aiden Morgan, your comptroller for the meeting, and Paul Deschen is our co-manager. And we do not have quorum once again. Well, we'll just, nothing will be binding. We'll just have to wing it. First four attendants, do we have Peel Descheno? Um, I No, I don't think he's here, actually. Peel, Peel, really? No, there's no Peel Descheno. Okay, then are, you're not Peel Descheno. Nope, nope, haven't been. Ever. Nope. Okay, can I get your name? Paul Duchesne? Uh, he resigned. Didn't he resign? Like, he had a retirement party like six weeks ago. I lied. I said I was going to retire so that I could get the party. I was really hungry. We and we gave you a... Okay, well, just I was return. feeling needy. I was feeling really, really needy, so I felt like, you know... Look, it's, if it's, you, got, it's if cool. you You never throw me a party, Aiden. This is true. This is true. I never do. So just, if you could return that uh, plaque... Uh, by the end of the evening, sure. Just just deposit it in uh, just by the end by the exit, and we'll uh, see if we can get some money back on that. Maybe on eBay. We'll put it up on eBay. Okay. okay. So oh, and uh, we also have uh, co-manager Apron Morbun. Uh, no, I think that I think you misspelled your own name again. <sighs> oh, 
let's start with um, attendance. Okay. Okay, we've got um, Call Me Shame. Call Me Shame. Call Me Shame, maybe? <laughs> yes. Is, is Call Me there Shame There is no here? Call Me Shame here call tonight. No call no. Me Shame here. No. Oh, well, are you... You're not Call Me Shame? No, I'm not Call Me Shame. Okay. I could show you my ID. You um, are... Do I, I... I showed it to security on the way in. I'm Paul Duchesne. Security lets you in? Uh, well, there was a guy, and he asked for some money, and so I assumed... That's so you just yes that guy yeah don't don't give him money well you can give him money but don't give him your ID I got fooled before okay I won't do that yeah that's not security security actually is uh, I found out they have instructions not to let us in oh really yeah I don't I'm not sure why <coughs> oh. I think I think we do good work here we do so just... you're not but anyway you're not calm you you're um I, I've seen you here before yep yep. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a haircut. Actually, I cut my own hair. Oh, you did. I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. you're Paul. I'm Paul. Okay, yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have Paul DeShane filling in for Colm. and we have Cabrin Morphine. Cabrin Morphine. No, nobody's. I don't hear anybody. Yeah. I, th I think I misspelled my own name, Aiden Morgan. Yeah, you do that a lot. I. It's. I'm very busy. Um, uh, first off, attendance, uh, Carl Barzoom, Carl Barzoom. Uh, I don't see a Carl Barzoom here. Um, it, I, so you're not, a, you are. You know what? I actually made a name tag for this week. Excellent. There you go. <laughs> very good. Very good. So. Pa Paul Duchenne. Okay, I'll put you in there. Thank you. You should, you should like maybe talk to me before the meeting so I have you on. The oh, meeting. sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, no. Next so, time. Because Carl Bar, that's clearly a really bad misspelling of your name. Yeah. So, okay, Carl Barsoom, and we have Alien Foreman. Alien Foreman. No, there's no Alien Foreman here. You know, I think I misspelled my name that's, again. It should be Aiden Morgan. Okay. Okay. Very, very sorry, everybody. I do feel like an Alien Foreman sometimes. Like I'm from somewhere else, and I'm heading up a really big construction project, so it kind of works. Are you doing a good job? I, I think people tell me I do a great for being an alien. I'm doing a great job. Awesome. Even though I have tentacles, I've really thought this through, as you can tell. <laughs> think with tentacles, how many tools you can operate at the same time? I only have one tentacle. <laughs> oh so, dear. So I, so I can't really so I guess manipulate not. that many. Just one tool. Let's start with uh, attendance, and maybe maybe we'll have quorum this week. Maybe, I maybe think it's unlikely. Oh, okay. Well, you, ne you never know. Sometimes people show up. No, nobody ever shows up, but sometimes people show up. So, let's see. We have Kale Devane. Uh, no, no, Kale Devane. Kale, '90s action movie star. Kale fell, Devane fell on hard times in the early aughts. Starred in some. Pretty unfortunate softcore films. Kale Devane? Oh, now I know where you... Uh, I, I've heard of him. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm not him. Oh, no, no, of course you're not. Absolutely I've, not. So, but no. you, you're not on this list, and you are... Uh, Paul Deshane. Uh, you, you're here every week. I am. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, Paul Deshane. Okay, and... I'm wearing a different shirt, so... That would do it. Yeah. And uh, same head, though. Same head. Yeah, that was a dead giveaway. And we have uh, Malin Foreman. Um, Malin Foreman. The, Sorry, that's my to-do list. I have to uh -oh. mail a Foreman. I'm Aiden Morgan. These last two months have been a heck of a ride for the boys at the QCIB. Remember that time they came up with a plan for getting rid of all the zombies in the city? Just in case. After Monday's council meeting, I cornered Councillor Sharon Bryce who is a member of the Emergency Measures Committee. And uh, I asked her about our zombie preparedness. So I have a question for you. Sure. Regarding I emergency measures. to to um, answer it as best as I can. If I can't, I will give, send you the right person. Okay, right on. Uh, what does the committee have uh, planned in the event of a zombie apocalypse? Well, I'm sure we have everything in place from the police um, to... 
the ambulance. So um, I know that there's been a few around the country and around the world. I've yeah. actually seen many photos of them, including one of my cousin's kids. So um, it is a little worrisome for some, not yeah. so much for others. Right. So this would be your cousin being dressed up as a zombie or an actual zombie? Is there anything we actually have to be worried about? Well, right now he's dressed up as a zombie. Okay. So, okay. And he's all the way over in the U.K., so... Uh, oh, so we have nothing to so worry about here. Nothing to worry about here in this okay. continent yet, but as I said, I do hear rumblings around every once in a while about Do it. we have a zombie apocalypse action plan, though? Um, I'm sure there's one somewhere that we'll have to maybe look at and dust off if needed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. You're welcome. Right, so that's why we uh, we have we have a meeting with a zombie preparedness expert, Cassiozog zombie expert. Uh, what about things like potholes? Are potholes our friends in a zombie apocalypse? Well, there's the good the good side and uh, and bad side with zombies, right? Uh, and so the bad side, of course, is that no matter what you do to them, they keep coming unless you kill them. Which, of course, we've proven that across the board, shot to the head, they'll stay dead. <laughs> you, and I see you have that on a T-shirt. I do, I do. Yeah, the, this I wear the shirt underneath my work clothes every day to work. Right. So it's it's just it's an important reminder. I right. really do think so. But uh, so, I mean, if a zombie is chasing you and it stumbles through a pothole, now as a an aware human, most of the time, right? We can all avoid potholes and and you know dips in the curbs and that kind of thing. That's fine. A zombie's right. not looking for that. They might trip. They might break their legs. So right. I mean, it's not going to kill the zombie, but now they're crawling on the ground. They're slower, so potholes could be could be an option. So the city could potentially just stop road work and road improvement altogether in preparation for the zombie apocalypse. So we could save money to prepare for the zombie apocalypse. Absolutely. Brilliant. So fiscally, it's actually quite uh, a positive thing, I think, for the right. city. And I think it would get voters really excited. Um, I mean, because you don't really hear a lot of people upset about road work in this city, you know? So yeah. I, I just assume it's not a... I think mostly everybody's very concerned with the stadium. So, yeah. what if what if we just sent them off to Moose Job? If they were say coming, probably they're going to come from the east because they're larger population centers. Mm -hmm. uh, what if we just went into our houses and let them pass by, and then it's Moose Jaw's problem? So, if we convince the zombies that there's nothing going on in Regina, At all. maybe they'll just leave. Yeah, if there's no nightlife, no noise of any kind. If they show up and it seems like it's already been like ravaged by zombies, which sometimes it does seem like that, then they would just go on to Moose Jaw. There's a nice valley, there's a historic downtown, lots of people, lots of brains to eat. It seems like a win-win to me. And the tunnels. They, yes. Great place to defend from. Yeah, and a great tourism revenue stream for the zombies to take advantage of. How about that time Bell Plane showed up and confessed to killing a man over a gambling debt? There sure was a lot of police in City Hall that day, but they couldn't find the basement. And Bell, well, she got away. So if you see Bell Plane on your travels, give her a friendly wave, but do not attempt to apprehend her. She's extremely dangerous. Um, I hear you have a story about littering. I got a story about that's, littering. That's why you're here today, really. Well, like, yeah, came to headquarters to let you know. Um, yeah, I, I was walking downtown. It was, this was last week and, um, walking to yoga. I'm very privileged that I get to go to yoga and sort of just letting my mind wander. And I got up about by the Hotel Sask and saw a door open and close. And what caught my eye was like, like, the person got into their vehicle and then the door opened and then something flew out of it and then the door closed again. And I was within about a car length. And so I walked up and it was two pieces of litter that this person had deemed unworthy of being in their car. Can you say what they were? <laughs> this is the funny thing is they were, it was just like balled up food wrappers. Like they weren't even dirty. They were just like, just unwanted. Anyway, so they came out of the car and I got beside the the is white jeep uh and uh picked up this litter and knocked on the window and was like smiling and sort of waving and holding this these two items and this woman inside very like i don't know she seemed like a like she's like nice person i don't know um she um she opened the door and I said, uh, you dropped these." 
And she looked at me and took the two pieces of litter and uh, said, you know, like, it's okay. I don't want them. And I was like, oh, thinking, yeah, I know. Uh, and what I said to her was, they're yours. Uh, and then at that point, this is where the rubber hits the road in the story. I... I just like went to push on her door so it would close, like we're done. And her hand was still on the door, which is understandable. So we had this moment, very insignificant moment of brief struggle where we were both pushing on the same object. But like, you know, that was the point where everything kind of got charged and I took my hand off the door and walked away. And she yelled at me. I turned around and she said, you better walk fast and then called me an expletive. And I turned around and was it was hilarious. I was laughing at her and she threw the garbage out and she closed the door on her Jeep and she flipped me the bird as she was speeding away. <laughs> and I walked towards the vehicle as this was happening and picked up the litter and I just waved at her while I was laughing because it's that was a, an abrupt acceleration of um, of the situation. So. That is what happens if you take a stance on litter. Don't push the door closed. That's my tip. Don't make contact with the perpetrator. Something I should have learned early on. Yeah. But I, I'm a changed woman. Did you toss the litter after this? I picked it up and I threw it in the garbage. Right. Like I said, it wasn't even dirty. I didn't even mind picking it up. Like, it was just the, you know, like, you know better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm betting she had, like, Ontario plates. I you know what I didn't look. I just assumed okay. she was from here, uh, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't get her license plate. <laughs> That's too bad because we could we could have like shamed her by reciting her license plate on the air. We well, she's have, probably listening. We could have right sent her now. junk mail for the rest of her life Ooh. in a twist. Ooh. That, would be, twist. that <laughs> would be great. But I think. But as Paul said, we have we have a pretty huge listenership. Uh, so so we're told. Um, mm. So I, I'm so I'm pretty sure that she's listening right now, and well, she might phone in. So. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't go well. Anyway, that's it. That's 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 my stance on litter. It's not cool. Don't do it. If only we could pass like a bylaw or something. If there was some way we could <laughs> I, make I don't, this a rule, put a, put some commercials on the air. And we already have like so many garbage cans in the downtown area already. I mean, what are we are we going to put in more? I mean, that's, that's not going to help. It's a garbage can next to each parking meter. Just convenience. Exactly. Well, we need our civic-minded people uh, instead of garbage cans who will, who will actually go around and, and do what you do. Confront litter on yeah. the street. Yeah, that's what need, I do. We need to yeah. up, up the sort of litter confrontation game. You got to get a badge. So do you think this will end up in a song? Uh, you know what? I don't know. It's, I, I'll jot it down. There's a few things. I've been keeping a list, you know, kind of getting be a, ready. This, this could be like the, the foundation of like a concept album. I don't know if i go that far, but it might like make a, a line. Like a, like a, <laughs> like a three, you're thinking like a three-disc vinyl concept yeah. album. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. blow it out of the water. Just like, just, you'll be like Bell Plains, like prog masterpiece. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, so I guess we're on to the next item on the agenda, which would be innovative revenue tools. Mm, yes. Um, I so I went, mm, but there you go. Yeah. So innovative revenue tools. Uh, the city, as everybody knows, it's always a struggle to, you know, make enough money off of just property taxes. Uh, so one of the improvements that we've been tasked with is coming up with uh, new ways to raise money for the city. Uh, so I've, I have a recommendation. And it's coming from the Open Spaces Purposing Working Group, which, as you know, I'm a member of. As am I. I haven't seen you at any of the meetings. Uh, you know, There's an Adrian, but... You know, yeah, yeah, he's, he's there. Okay. And he fills in for me. Right. Um, so, yeah, our new tool, uh, we're pretty proud of this, is Rooftop Parking Enforcement. So... Uh, the city of Regina not only is facing a revenue crunch, it's also facing a pretty severe shortage of car parking. So in the committee, we noted that there's like a lot of unused open space on the roofs of buildings. So our recommendation uh, is that we amend the zoning bylaw so that we can use them for car parking, rooftops for car parking. 
And then we can charge a servicing fee mm-hmm. to administrate and enforce the parking bylaw. What do you yeah. think? That's pretty good. I think I think there's some some logistics issues to be worked out, like uh, ramps, for example. Yeah, well, no, we were thinking about that. We talked oh, about it. Yeah. Yes. So what we thought we could do is we could have a um, we could get people to build ramps or elevators. Mm-hmm. Elevators, and know. then they could apply for a tax rebate. We're thinking about like two percent over five years. That sounds fantastic. I know. I think I think the community will really go for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, um, I, I actually, in my my time, I actually in my correspondence with Adrian uh, at the working group, mm-hmm. uh, I came up with a couple of other uh, brief ideas. Uh, one was the uh, vertical adhesive uh, parking initiative. Uh, I don't understand. We uh, we uh, we stick the cars to the sides of buildings. Um, so it's like our idea, but just rotated ninety degrees. Exactly, exactly. I mean, we're. I mean, you guys, your idea has gravity on its side, mm-hmm. uh, but we have a lot of Elmer's glue I found in the basement here. Oh, really? Yeah. So. <laughs> that was that's lucky. That's really it, it lucky. Is, I mean, yeah, no, I, yeah. It's, I feel lucky just having this job. What else well, do you have? Uh, well, the other one, uh, the the most probably the best one I've come up with uh, for this is the uh, the megarachnoid uh, suspension project. Uh, what? Yeah, well, as I mean, for a while now, we've all tried to figure out like how to handle the uh, the large sort of maybe interdimensional spiders that were disturbed by the digging on the new stadium grounds. Uh, so we're thinking that we can get them to suspend cars from the giant webs that they've built uh, on the top of the hill towers. You know, we had promised we weren't going to discuss the spiders in the radio show. I think we have to move on to the next uh, agenda item, um, which is uh, innovative, innovative revenue tools. Innovative revenue tools. Every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau, we look at new ways to generate revenue for the city. And I think this time uh, we notice that when people come up to uh, crosswalks and traffic lights, they get to press the walk button, uh, the signal control button, for free, which seems like... A complete waste of money. Uh, they're they're extremely expensive. Like they now have the 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 lights where you push the button multiple times, and a little Swedish man so tells you that they're trying to help you cross safely. Exactly. And you that, know that, that little Swedish man does not come cheap. No, he doesn't. Nope. <laughs> so. <laughs> so so we uh, we realized that you, we could use uh, we could set up a program where people could use their R cards to just swipe them, and for a nominal fee. Say a dollar fifty, uh, you can get the uh, the lights to change. Uh, this also helps in letting cars know when to stop. So yeah, I think I think this is our big revenue tool of the week. I see no problems with this. I don't either. I can't no. think of a single objection. Last time we were uh, we were talking to the Citizen Social Club, uh, they mentioned that the the hall where uh, where they have the, the meetings, Henry Baker Hall, Henry Baker Hall. Thank In you very hall, much. Yeah. Uh, is uh, is often. Uh, Empty. It's quite quite often largely empty. Uh, I, I conducted a study. I did a, a fact finding mission, and it turns out that we could get more people in there, but people are uh, dangerous and unpredictable. Oh, true. And they often come away with their own opinions. We don't want uh, that. Sometimes they speak out loud, which is just ridiculous. So I think instead of that, we can convert the unused space into condos. That's brilliant. I think so. I think yeah, that's a really innovative use of the uh, the condo conversion policy. I think we just need to run some plumbing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, well, or, well, we don't have to. I mean, we can. It can be a sort of rustic condos. That's brilliant. Eco condos. Like it, I like it because it means that uh, on days when council seems to be going long, and you know, it's good, like getting late at night, especially with the ones that get past like ten or eleven o'clock, just, the neighbors in the condos in Henry Baker Hall can lodge a noise complaint. And that'll shut everything down. Perfect. I think. I think. I think this is the way to go. Yeah. All and, right. And what would it be called? Uh, they would be the Henry Baker Rustic Eco Condo okay. Conversion Project. Very good. Yeah. 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 For for downtown living in a civic environment. Do you think you could share the Capital Point Demonstration Office maybe and put up a model there? That's not a I, bad idea. I, th- I think we could. Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. I'm gonna get out the uh, I'm gonna get out the glue and the cardboard. 
like an annex, like you could yeah, have an annex I'll, I'll make yeah. a little glued model. onto the side of Capital Point. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think actually, I mean, I think Capital Point might be made out of glue and cardboard by the time they're done. So, and I was inspired actually. Uh, I was watching uh, the um, Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves docudrama, uh, and it turns out that a lot of American cities have been uh, replacing their physical infrastructure with a matrix. A gigantic virtual reality engine, and really? just plug people in like pods. This is the docudrama is actually called The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought, I mean, there's a substantial capital outlay to start with, but once you have those costs done, uh, you just we can just plug people in, and you know they actually power the system by turning people into kind of like batteries. Really? Yeah. And life from the movie uh, looked like life in the Matrix was great. Yeah? Yeah, and some people could go in the Matrix, do Kung Fu. Basically, you could do anything you wanted. Uh, The only downside is that there's always a small group of people who have to run the whole thing. Uh, So Keanu Reeves in the movie actually was recruited to be a maintenance worker. Right. Uh, So does that involve a lot of mopping? There was some mopping and a lot of riding around in a ship and eating gloppy food. I wouldn't recommend it, but really? you know the, we, those people are probably compensated really handsomely. See, you now the thing that worries me here is that you just know how this will work out. We'll wind up being the maintenance people for the Matrix. What do you make of that gibbery pokey? Me? I can't say. But darn if it doesn't give me that special holiday feeling. A long frosty sip from these memory shakes. Those were some fantastic revenue tools. They were excellent revenue tools. Yeah, was, I'm, I'm always as as I've said before, I'm always impressed by the the quality of the tools that uh, that the city presents and the, the the quantity of revenue that they will uh, provide. I know it's just I mean yeah. we don't we don't seem to see much of that revenue. Uh, Almost nice. none. Yeah, someday yeah. we don't even get. I don't think we've had toner for a photocopier for. Uh, I think six months. We have a photocopier. I've been using the mimeograph machine for oh, the last six months. Yeah, that, well, that, that's been the stand-in. Oh, okay. Without, yeah. yeah. I actually, I actually invite people down, and we just like sniff the mimeograph ink. The so, uh, the the internet that we get down here is really bad. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Wi-Fi signal is not consistent, yeah. and I, the ENIAC is very sluggish these days. It really is, and I think uh, I think this was like a former bomb shelter, so it's hard to get through the lead. We had an idea to take the entire downtown and everything in it and move it into the uh, RCMP Heritage Center and just actually not let anybody out of it ever. Well, we'd have to do a call first. What do we call ourselves again? Reginoids. Reginoids. I like that even better. Is that... I'm wow. pretty sure that's it. I think it's in the Constitution. Cool. Well, yeah. you guys would know. Well, I think we're Reginarians. Reginarians. That might be it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. That's good too. I actually came up with a rap. I'm not sure if it's. It's surprising how much you talk about rap on the show. Do it, you it have is, one? Is, uh, well, it's only a few lines. Uh, well, I'm at a budget meeting, and I'm here to say it's the budgetest meeting I've attended all day. That's quite a tax hike. Is it a targeted strike for households valued at 200K? That's awesome. That's as far as I got. The other thing that they were worried about is uh, parking. They pointed out that Hill Avenue Cafe only had two parking spots and that, you know, inevitably this will be a problem because one of the delegates uh, dropped this uh, little bit of wisdom. Regina is a truck town and people don't really like to walk. So how's the music biz going? Music biz is good. Um, It's it's on a kind of a different, in in a different place. Um, The way that my career kind of developed was that I thought I would go on tour, like go on tour, have an album and uh, just kind of go for it and go for as long as I could and then find somebody that wanted to uh, help me out and do great things with me, like book tours and that sort of thing. (laughs) We're getting an improvement. That's okay. We are improving slowly with phone calls. It's too hard to ignore this is happening. But we are answering phones live tonight. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> Don't it's call in. Crazy action. Yes, we're not a call-in show. Somebody <laughs> just called in, but we are not That was very strange. In. That was so exciting. I had no idea what to do. The phone never rings down here. 
I know. Like <laughs> nobody, not even, not even like the first floor that you've like anybody in the offices calls us. They haven't called us in probably about a year and a half. Yeah, no, no. And it was somebody calling in uh, asking for a song. Um, one interesting thing was uh, Councillor Flagel uh, when he was uh, he pointed out that he was actually a fan of the patio in the back. Um, uh, but he did mention that he had some concerns about the patio in the front. And uh, I've got some audio of him explaining why he had trouble with a front patio. I'm not always a big fan of front streetscape um, <sighs> vending of liquor, only because it's a public, there's kids walking by every day, going to the store next door. I'm not even sure I enjoy, I think that's the right thing to do to sit there. The people behind sit on their back decks and have beer and have friends over and family. Uh, my opinion, I don't know if I want three or four people standing and sitting on, on the sidewalk when there's ten children walking by and they're drinking wine and they're smoking cigarettes. And I mean, that's not a good image either. So I'll go along with this one tonight, but that's my opinion. And I'm, a, I'm just one of those guys that I think if you're going to be able to drink, that's why these bars have, bar, have decks. They have inside decks like the pump. Uh, everything like that. Uh, I'm just not a big fan of the outside. It's coffee. It's muffins. Great. But if you're serving booze in a public outside place, go to Craven. Thanks. Okay, I'll tell you this much. I am not taking my tiny truck slippers and going to Craven. Remember the time that Stephen Whitworth from Prairie Dog showed up? He was sure one ordinary feller. When I when I got here, the uh, well, first off, I didn't know City Hall had this many basements. Um, second, your hall lights are all off. They usually are. We we've, we've actually put in a lot of memos to that effect. Uh, I hope you didn't slip on any like water puddles on the way in. No, no puddles. Something was a little sticky, but I couldn't really see anything. So I just I saw the light at the end of the tunnel, really, the light at the end of the tunnel. And now I'm here on the radio mispronouncing local. Yeah. Um, and you no troubles with the leopard? He, I, I didn't you, see a leopard. Oh, that's just good. for the best. That's for the that's best. That's good. I'm, yeah, oh, I don't know what to say about that. It's okay. It's, um, really best, it's best not to even think about it just when you leave here. Um, just walk quickly. Don't don't get distracted. Just head to the exit. Uh, if if I mean if you're saying that there's a leopard in one of the city hall's unlit sub basements, I just want to say I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of leopards, and I know they're they're purported to be dangerous. You're talking about the leopard. The leopard. The what? We we said it was best not to even talk about the leopard. I I like leopards. I there's a leopard. I'd like to give it a hug. We can we can arrange that for later. Does does the leopard have a name? I think it might be Charlie. Charlie the leopard. But it doesn't really matter. Like whatever you say, it just answers with like a despairing yowl, and then takes her donuts. Are you sure this is a leopard? <laughs> it might be a coworker. I'm not quite sure to be honest. Who yeah, uh, decided to say, solve I, the when mystery? I got the I, you know I got to interrupt here because when I got the uh, invitation to appear on the show, your letterhead was very very questionable. the uh, The logo looked like it was completely off brand. I didn't see any of those uh, those bow like loops or ribbons that we, uh, your brand is supposed to have. We crowdsourced the logo. We hired a consultant who crowdsourced the logo to a group of kindergarten students, and uh, it only cost us forty thousand yeah. dollars. So. Who's laughing now? I'm I'm not. So, sir, I'll have to give you that point, sir. We're, we're laughing. Regina's best Twitter, did we call it Twitter, Twitterer? Uh, this year was uh, Regina Goose. Oh, really? Uh, you, may, you may know him. Another one of our local obnoxious personalities. A lot of honking online and on Twitter all the time. But, you know, I think there might be a heart under all that honk. And I've I've always enjoyed following at Regina Goose on Twitter. Uh, I'm checking the bylaws. I don't think it's legal for an animal to have a Twitter account in the city. Well, you might want to actually contact Regina Goose then, yeah. and uh, and and let that goose know if this, it's in violation of any protocols. This law has been on the books since um, 1925. It looks like. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll talk. To yeah, you. Twitter was I'm really sorry, new back a, then. Really is new. that a bat? 
No, sorry, I thought I saw something move. Was that a bat? Do you have bats down here? I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think maybe. Maybe what you thought was the uh, complimentary coffee uh, might have been the ether. And what about the worst animal of all? To no one's surprise, that is the wasp. Worst animal you saw in Regina in the past year. That was a new category for Prairie Dogs Best of Regina. And, uh, but the wasp, I think, was a runaway winner. And, uh, and really, who can, who can blame the people? Uh, democracy is a mixed bag. Sometimes Stephen Harper is your prime minister. Other times, uh, a wasp is denounced by the masses. So at least half the time, democracy really does a good job of identifying the state of reality and the things we should be concerned about. And with the wasp, they got it right. I think I think there's something there's some subtext there, but I can't I can't quite put my finger on that one. No, me neither. Can't, not quite. Um, so one, one one other thing that might need improvement. Uh, we noticed that in filling out the form online, there was an awful lot of button pushing that oh, we needed yeah. to do. We had to click a lot to get through that form. Uh, do you think you could get maybe pare down the number of categories to like twelve? Oh, no, we're going to keep increasing them every year. We have a lot of freelancers that write for our paper. They are very, very eager to write about... Uh, things, I they love it. ...about Regina's Best. They I, they absolutely love it. And uh, I think next year we'll be looking at 200, possibly 250 categories. I've had writers complain to me that uh, if they're writing less than 20 short essays for this feature, they're feeling underused and unappreciated. Um, what about, uh, have you guys thought about doing a best of best of? So taking all of the people who've, or businesses or restaurants or all of the things that win in their, their various categories and making them all fight and seeing who comes out on top and is the best of the best of. That's not where I thought you were going with this. I thought you were saying, have you ever celebrated like a period of time and looked at some of the all-time best winners? And we actually have done that. We did that for our 10th anniversary, Best of Regina. But you're talking about, uh, if I understand, uh, Best of Regina Kumite. Yes, exactly. Yeah, blood sport. So one, uh, so one best, uh, two bests enter, one best leaves. Yes. Thank you for that inexplicably hostile interview. That was great. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Remember the time that Sean Tucker showed up with safety concerns about the co-op refinery? Well, Aiden sure learned some valuable lessons that day. Well, I, from what I can tell, and I'm gonna I'm gonna write a report for the city for the city to contemplate, is that they clearly need a lot a lot of that grippy material for the floors. Those no stick pads, that, yeah. Yes, in the yes, shower. exactly. Yeah. I also seemed I I got the notion it didn't it sort of you you very heavily implied as well that this oil is flammable, so we want to look to that. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you need to speak to the volatility of the oil in whatever recommendations you make. Volatility needs to be addressed. All right. Right. Then there was a time they had a couple guys in talking about a big movie that was open on December eighteenth. One guy wasn't too bad, but that film snob Shane Hanetka, I don't know, pretty pretentious. Um, first off, I noted I was looking at the Science Center website last night, Ryan, and uh, I, I had a lot of tabs open on my browser, <laughs> but uh, I, I couldn't help but notice that you are not only Ryan Loda, but Nyarla Sotep, the uh, crawling chaos and god of a thousand forms, it says here. I actually didn't mean to post that on the website. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. My secret I, identity is lost. There, I mean, there's there's no judgment. Um, I'm pretty sure that you took the job at the Science Center to harness the Eldritch power and awaken gods from their stony sleep. <laughs> this was my guess. It's the only thing that makes sense. The old, yeah, I mean, it's, we we did a lot of research on this, and I just, I, I mean, I've known you personally. I looked at this, I saw a stalker among the stars, God of a Thousand Forms, the Crawling Mist. I thought that's that's Ryan. That totally sounds definitely Ryan. Yeah, the the, the resemblances. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no tentacles, yeah. but I mean, that's yeah. It's, that's a costume. It's, tentacles <laughs> are just prosthetics. Yeah. 
So what what is this? You said that there was like a big movie there coming is, up that we had to talk about at yeah, tonight's meeting. Right. The one it's showing showing uh, it's showing in Regina. Uh, uh-huh. and it's the continuation of a beloved franchise. Right. Uh, we do, of course, referring to um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip movie. Yeah, yeah, and, and Shane Hanetka is yeah. the res- the Regina expert on the road chip on the chipmunk movies. Yes, so I, yeah. we thought we'd ask. I mean, my, my I mean, my 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 real question though is road chip. Yeah, I mean, in the movie, as far yeah. as I know, and you can confirm this, uh, the chipmunks think that through a comical misunderstanding. That Dave is going to get married uh, in Miami and dump them and get a new family. So they go on a road trip to Miami. Okay. Do you think there's? Do you think it's a coincidence that the movie is called Road Chip, or do you think there's a play on words? Because you are like a movie reviewer for Prairie Dog Magazine. Yes. And so you've you've seen all of these Star Wars films. I have one. Right. Now I think the last film in that series would have been mid-1980s, and they've taken all this time to finally come out with a sequel. I'm really glad they didn't get on the uh, the prequel train, like yes, all those yes. other it films. It would be terrible if there was, like, say, three prequels yeah. during the late 90s, mid, early 2000s. Because yeah. uh, nobody really wants to know Darth Vader's backstory. No. You, no. you want to be able to imagine that and sort of you know loom ominously over you for your, ch- your entire childhood. Um, yes, yes. Um, Marvel Comics are currently doing comics of Star Wars, and they're doing a Vader comic, and he's so he's so badass. Yeah, <laughs> and it would be shame to think that they would make a prequel where he was some sort of whiny, sobby. You, you couldn't you couldn't associate the character with that other character. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, but he was probably as as a child though he'd be whiny and sobby, and most ridiculously would be filled with like tiny creatures that like. Gave him force powers. <laughs> like the Smurfs. <laughs> like the Smurfs. <laughs> the ultimate crossover. <laughs> that was, was not actually... something I, I had thought of until this very moment. <laughs> so are you saying that Darth Vader is just basically a whole bunch of Smurfs in a Darth Vader suit? Possibly glued operating... together? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's really awful. I think now so. Now I can't wait to see this film. Perhaps with Papa Smurf or Brainy Smurf on top. Right. Or maybe yeah. like James Earl Jones, like just really crunched down yeah. and, and not happy about it at all. The boys may not have a budget, but they paid attention when the budget season came around. It is that time of year again. See, I know it seems to come earlier and earlier and earlier. I mean, Halloween is barely over and it's all anybody is talking about upstairs, complaining about how it's all money and gotten so corporate. Of course, I'm talking about city budget season. Yeah, I've already decorated my house. Oh, you have? Yeah. You know, I feel like we are the only the only department that decorates for city budget season anymore. Also, I think we're the only department that keeps on getting kicked out by security when we try to enter through the front door. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. And I'm they're so wondering. upset about our budget tinsel. <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, partly because our budget tinsel is actually made of asbestos. You've got to do something with all that surplus asbestos. Exactly. They keep sending it down here. And, I mean, I made an asbestos snowman this year. It's it's lovely. I made asbestos pillows for everyone in the neighborhood. You did? Yes, they love it. Yeah? They also seem to be uh, coughing a lot, though. Well, you know, it's the good well. with the bad, Aiden. The, the good flu. with the bad. I think they've got the flu or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they should have gotten their shots. That will, that'll teach them. Exactly. Get yeah. your shots, people. Or you'll get a, a, an asbestos pillow from Aiden. That's right. You'll get the old bestest flu. It's a present for all of Regina. It's the Regina Budget Calculator. Night, I mean, there's... So it's actually like a song. It's like da 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 da, da calculator da da da. You know, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. They, it's it's kind of a well, it, it's kind of tedious because it, it, there's no other word that really rhymes with calculator. So they just keep saying it over and over and over again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you can uh, anybody listening can check out the budget calculator at reginacitizenbudget.com. Right, but you have to say it like you have to like actually say calculator like it's a word like calculator. That's the only way to work. Um, do you want to hear what it sounds like? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm really curious. Okay, hang on. Here we go. It's 
Regina is a provincial capital on the grow. We're, we're a provincial capital on we're the grow. On the grow. Yeah. Wow, that's like, um, I think they got that from uh, Simpsons. Oh, did they? Well, uh, yeah. I thought I actually read a report that they they put a lot of money to like um, to brainstorm. Uh, uh, well, I think they actually outsourced that idiom. I, they, I think they, they did. I think yeah. they outsourced that to. Um, I, I don't even really want to speculate on where they outsourced that to, but yeah. they did. Uh, I think the uh, like you know one of the things that I always look forward to with budget season is uh, the annual running of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Mm-hmm. where they come downtown and tell us all that we're mismanaging everything and we're spending too much money. And this year they're going to be bolstered by a report that says that uh, the city of Regina has been overspending to the tune of $554 million. Uh, I just want to say on behalf of the Queen City Improvement Bureau, we're very sorry. But a decommissioned space shuttle is not going to come around very often. We were going to put it down in uh, Scar Street Mall uh, to replace the old cable car that used to be there, uh, but it turned out it was largely um, paper mache, and there were uh, lots of rats living in it. So we're we're, we're working. It's a work in progress. Yeah, but that five hundred and fifty-four million dollars is on us. We it's, it's time we well, fessed up. Well, not all of it. I mean. Five hundred and fifty million, approximately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's five, four million. That's that's their that's upstairs problem. Yeah. and they should be ashamed of themselves. They for that should kind of overspending. Then there were some strange going ons at the Capitol Point, but the boys they blew that one wide open. Yeah. Um, is uh, there, there was big news this morning here in Regina? Uh, the groundbreaking ceremony for the empty lot at Victoria and Albert was this morning. You may know it better as the site of the once mighty Plains Hotel. And Good Time Charlie's. Exactly. Uh, the, the the famed bar, which the Deep Dark Woods wrote a song about. Um, this site has been slated to become a condo uh, hotel development since 2009. It was supposed to be finished. The original plan had it done in 2012. It is now 2015 and they are just breaking ground. Up to this point, all uh, the developers have accomplished is erecting a porta potty, which has been standing there for a year. And I, th- I actually longer than that, I believe it has heritage designation now. That porta potty, so they're going to have to build around it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're probably right on that one. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, so it's been it's been in limbo for many 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 years, uh, unbuilt. Uh, well, I actually that's. The question that comes up, obviously, is why mm-hmm. has this construction been delayed so long? I, I understand you have a theory. I actually went on a fact-finding mission. Did you? Yes, I took my clipboard and everything. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure, based on several nights uh, staked out at the Capitol Point uh, parking lot or dig site, uh, I believe it's haunted. Haunted. I believe that uh, yeah, it's haunted, and that's why that's scared away um, all the construction people for the oh, really? last several years. So, like a Scooby Doo episode. Somewhat like a Scooby Doo episode, but uh, is there gold underneath there? And there's like a developer who wants to get it, and so it it might be. I mean, it might be Curly's gold. <laughs> yeah, yep. it could be. There's, uh, so I'm looking. So I think it might be haunted by Jack Palance. Okay. Or Billy Crystal's career. Okay. Or something. Right. So, so um, this is this is my best theory. Uh, I just, it's just based on a spooky feeling that I got. Okay. Um, you know, I have another theory. It's I doubt it's as rock solid as mine, but okay. Uh, I think that it might be Good Times Charlie's. Good Time Charlie's the bar might be that is haunting that site and driving off the construction workers with its good times. It's good times. And maybe the karaoke. Maybe maybe there's echoes of karaoke from the old Plains Bar. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Also, I had a, a news story that won't have made it into the uh, into the conventional news media um, that is arising from our uh, last meeting. Uh, last week, we talked about uh, the ghost of Good Times Charlie's, which haunts the uh, Capitol Point site and has been responsible for uh, th- th- that construction not actually being completed. Right. Many delays because of the ghost that's been scaring off workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, a group of kids heard about this. 
and they went down to the uh, the Capitol Point construction site to investigate the ghost of Good Time Charlie's. Mm-hmm. They had uh, several freaky adventures. They set up a fiendishly complex trap, and they were a- able to capture the ghost of Good Time Charlie's. Fantastic. Yeah. And when they pulled the mask off, uh, underneath the um, the mask, I, I believe it was a uh, an old uh, dartboard. Oh. They whipped it off. <laughs> and uh, underneath it was uh, the CEO of the Hill Group of Companies. Of course. Paul J. Hill. And, you know, he would have gotten away with it, too. If it weren't for those meddling kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently uh, he was not happy that uh, the Capitol Point building is now going to be, when it's when it's completed in all its glory, uh, it will be the tallest building in all Saskatchewan, and no longer will uh, the tallest building in Regina be one of the four hill towers. So. That's right. And what, what, about, what about the rumor that he was actually the one who put up the barometer on Kijiji? Which barometer? The the great big planes uh, weather weather vane type barometer. The oh, I'm sure one. that must have been him. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously. Just yeah. Because if there's anybody in our city who needs some pocket change, from hawking an old barometer. It's 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 the Hill family. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, there's your clip show. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. This holiday season, raise a glass of condensation from the boiler pipes and drink with us. And as you're sitting by the fire with your loved ones, take a moment to think of our boys who are having trouble with the basement door. That thing sure is locked from the outside until January. I need to, to Bilabowski. Yeah, 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 okay.